Welcome to The Daily Sales Show, hosted by Sell Better. Uh, all right, let's kick things off here. Everybody coming into the room, we're going to make magic today. We're going to talk about a couple of fun things that are probably going to be highly relevant to what you do on a daily basis. And this is it. Uh, my man here is going to show you the math to get 13 meetings in three hours. That is an example that somebody had that we are going to break down for you. Let me introduce the person in the room for us today. Let us know what your role is. It's uh, the live question that we're here. We're talking about numbers. This means that you need to have an idea of how many activities you need to do to get this many meetings, to get this many proposals out, to close this many deals. That is the purpose of having an equation for those of you that did not know. This way, you know what you need to get done every day, every week, every quarter. And that is the purpose of having that math in front of you. And it constantly changes. And we'll talk more about that. I'm your host, James. Say what's sales Buckley. Welcome back to the Sell Better Daily Sales Show. We do this every day where we bring you sales advice every day to help you sell better. The man in the room with me is Shara Davuti, a skilled account executive over at Orem. Shout out to Orem. Uh, he is based in the famous Las Vegas, Nevada. What is poppin' Shara? Welcome to the show. What's going on? What's going on? Pleasure to be here. Excited to be here. This is going to be a great time. I just know it, man. All right, before we kick it off, let's dive in, scan this QR code, and check out our new website, sellbetter.xyz. Yes, we do this every day. Some of y'all doubt it. We are live on a daily basis, Monday through Friday. Uh, grab additional resources at our YouTube channel. You can check out all the highlights. Uh, hundreds of top sales professionals are jumping in and learning with us every day. I want to give a big shout out to our longtime partner, Zoom Info, the best data in the business. And I have something special for you today. Not long ago, Morgan J. Ingram, the one and only, teamed up with Vidyard and Review Trackers to run a 60-day video prospecting challenge. The results were absolutely insane. Within the first two weeks of personalization increased about 100%. They saw a 22% increase in opens, 4% improvement in click rates, and 92% increase in reply rates. That is unreal. So go ahead and grab this link and learn all about it and how you can get started doing it today. We're putting that link in the chat for you guys so you can understand how that works. Shout out to Vidyard for providing that for us. All right, here's what you're going to get from Shara today. What is a sales equation and why do you need to know it? Uh, he's going to give you a great method, something he saw firsthand and that works. And then we're going to analyze that data and adjust your sales equation constantly so that you can get better results. Let's take a look at who's in the room. SDRs in the house represent, shout out to senior leadership. 13% of you are senior leaders. We need more of you. Tell your friends. <laughs> All right, let's make the magic here, buddy. Talk to me about why this is so important for salespeople and why people just miss it. They don't focus enough on it. Yeah, no doubt. I, I think, you know, the sales equation is huge, right? I, and I think it gives you a target to at least, you need a target to hit, right? Everyone starts early on. You got to jump in. You need a target to hit. You need to know what it takes to be successful. And most importantly, you need to have a path to get there, right? I think that's the most important part. Sometimes people feel stuck and they don't know how to get there, right? It's true. Uh, let me know in the chat, put in the chat right now, uh, if, especially if you're an SDR. I think the majority of folks in the room are SDRs, but AE's prospect too. How many new meetings are you required to set up every month? What is the monthly quota for new meetings that you're required to hit every single month? Let us know in the chat. I see a lot of 10s. 40, holy cow, Andrew, you're a monster. Uh, 12 to 16, 20, 16. This is good. These are interesting. I notice a big range here, man. 10 qualified VP plus. That's that's a new one on me. Make sure you change your chat settings down to everyone on the bottom right-hand corner if you want everyone to see it. I understand if you don't, but if you want everyone to see it, you can. 
I uh, should have said no one hits it. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. They just hit. They see the forty. Like forty is a big number. Uh, so here's the thing, right? Uh, when you got into math and equations for sales, Shara, did it come? Did it come to you early in your career? Was this something you had to learn after the fact? Did it? Did you suffer as a result in being like, what can I do to change this? How did you get into this? Yeah, no doubt. So first of all, credit to my leadership here at Orem. You know, our VP Colin. Sales director Daisy, they've ingrained in this since like day one. So I think me personally, yeah, I've I've had leadership teach me that you have to have a path to get there. Yeah. Um, so you know, for me, I obviously did have a month where I was like struggling a little, and then we created a path to get there, and that's been fruitful for me. Yeah, that's great, man. Uh, I think that, and you said that you have a close rate that is unreal. Talk to me about your close rate right now. Yeah, no doubt. So kind of proud of this number. Typically, yeah, I currently have a 69% close rate. And Can we just pause? Hey, what's your close rate? Drop it in the chat if you're if you're brave. I bet you it's not 69. Tell me how you do it, man. Yeah, and, and that really comes from being stingy, if you will, on qualifying accounts, right? And, and being heavy on the discovery portion of it. So again, it all comes back to the math, right? So... Yeah, the discovery and the qualification, I think, is such a massive part. And there's so much that we can gather before we make the first phone call, right? And that, I think, helps a lot. But like you said, it all comes back to the math. I'll put a tip in front of everybody right now. If your goal is to get 10 to 15 meetings a month, try to go for one a day. You've heard the old adage, you know, one a day keeps the doctor away, right? An apple a day keeps the doctor away. The same thing happens when you go for one a day as an SDR, as an AE. Those one-on-ones become a lot less, a lot less terrible, right? <laughs> you don't have to go in and defend yourselves. Good stuff. Oh, nice. We got some questions coming in. Make sure that you ask questions in the Q&A for Shara. I'm going to leave time at the end. Lauren, I see your question. Please throw that in the Q&A. We're going to make that happen. Uh, okay. So here's another one that I think is interesting. Uh, wh- this is a scientific approach, but there's also an art to sales. How do you find the equation? And I know uh, this is something off the cuff here, but like, what's the balance, right? How do we art and sales into this equation. Yeah. I mean, look, you have to have, it comes down to like, do you have the technology one to, to really take it to the next level? But I think given what the tools that you have today, what, what are you doing today? Right. Taking a, taking a back step and looking at where you're at today, uh, really looking at the data and seeing where you can make some improvements. Um, if I can really quickly jump in onto the voicemails question that Lauren had. Do it, do it, do it. Absolutely. Lauren, uh, voicemails are, not even about, you know, getting the callback, that's great, but it's more about name recognition, the next time you're calling them, the transcription that shows up, like they get a text message from that voicemail, right? Um, and then, yeah, it's just another touch point for them to to know that you're dialing, for sure. It's good stuff. I, I leave a voicemail every time I get the chance, uh, and I'll give you my voicemail now because I think it's fun to do it, right? But this is my standard voicemail. I always talk about why I'm calling first. I leave my contact information on the back. John Barrow's old school tip, this works really well. I'd be like, What's up, Shara? I'm reaching out to you because VPs of sales all the time are reaching out to us about sales techniques. We have so many resources to give. So I'm looking to get a quick conversation about the resources you give to your salespeople. Maybe I can add some value. I'll talk soon. This is James with Sell Better, and I will follow up if I don't hear back. See you soon. And that's it. It's like 20 seconds. And I put my content. I don't leave my phone number. I just say James with Sell Better at the end. So they have to listen to the whole thing before they get who's calling. And that is a really important key. Uh, what do you think about that voicemail? That was great. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, t- taking it a next step further, 
with Orem, we have a what's called a voicemail sequencer. So you could pre-record different voicemails based on the call step, literally pointing them to the email that's coming up next, right? Usually we have a call, then an email. So it's next level here. <laughs> that's dope. Sometimes I'll say, you don't have to call me back. I'm shooting an email your way and the subject line is X, right? And then they go and they look for the subject line too. It's pretty good. All right, let's talk more. We have so many good things happening right now. I see you guys right now in the Q&A in the chat. Uh, this one comes from Ronald. He says, what product slash service are you selling with such a high conversion rate? Yeah, yeah. Uh, talk to him about what you do and why it's so impactful, man. No, that's fair. appreciate the shameless plug here. So, you know, we're <laughs> an AI conversation platform. We help SDRs, AEs, literally anyone who's dialing and, and calling and um, generating pipeline over the phone. And we kind of make that process easier for you guys. So, um, not to take away any any more thunder here. Um, we'll keep it on topic, but happy to chat with you afterwards. Yep. Great stuff. No, it's an important topic, right? That we are actually selling useful things and we're talking about them as if they are useful and that helps with conversion as well. Let's take yep. a look at the example that you provided and just give people the context of this because yep. it feels like a huge number, but yep. it actually was easier than you might think. So go for it. Yeah, so this came from a pilot that um, I was help, you know, helping helping run, and I think she might be in the chat here. Not too sure. Kira no in here, but yeah, I, I told her about this. I'm like, hey, you're you're making me famous out here. But yeah, we really broke it down. Hey, there she is. She's right there. Hey. Um, she's a beast on the phone. Let me give her all the credit. But essentially, you know, we leverage these are all cold first touches, um, and the idea was, you know, she booked one meeting. It felt good. It was easy. Jumped on to the next dial, right? Success brings more success. Uh, she wasn't stressed at all when when using our power dialer. The process made her feel comfortable. She had all the notes in front of her when she was talking. I believe she shared like she ended up losing track of time. And before she knew it, it was three hours. And she, she set at least 13 meetings, by the way. It was probably more. So um, want to give kudos to her. But yeah, leveraging our platform. And and um, that that was it. That was awesome. That's incredible. Would you, would, Sierra, you can let us know in the chat, but uh, in your opinion, is this a stressful situation? Uh, do you feel like uh, this comes natural to people to just put their head down and make this happen and, and back into this equation? <laughs> no stress. I love cold calling. Yeah, she's a beast. Let me tell you, <laughs> she's a rare breed. Uh, so it makes it makes these numbers possible. But I think what's what's important to note here is and something that I always strive for looking at the math of equations is the connect to conversation ratio, right? So, mm. so many times we talk about, okay, it's all about connect rate, connect rate, but what do you do when you actually do get that connect, right? How good are you at keeping someone on the phone for over a minute? Um, therefore, you know, with the correct disposition, becoming a conversation. So either your bridge, your hook, somewhere along the line to, to get into that conversation, I would say is, is super important. Yeah, well, uh, just I noticed. I'm noticing the talk time here is, yep. you know, an hour and fifty five minutes total. The dial time is an hour and seven minutes. Uh, yep. You know, let us know. Let us know what you think in the chat. What is the average talk time for your cold calls? Uh, because that does add up, and it takes time to measure all these things when you have longer cold calls. So I'm curious about that. Love the questions that are coming in. I appreciate them. Uh, let's talk more about this equation situation because I don't think people are really understanding it. And if you need help building your equation, I'm going to drop a link in the chat. John Barrows has a great breakdown of how to develop that equation. So uh, here's that link in the chat so that you guys can go and grab that. Uh, if obviously not everybody's equation is going to look the same. Um, is there a method, Char, that you recommend for honing this skill um, to, to 
you know, have an equation that will help us zero in on the most effective strategies over time? You know, um, for me, I, I really look at like how how frequently we're looking at the numbers, what's working, right? Um, I think I think for me, I I look at these numbers monthly, for me personally, um, and see what's working, what's what's getting me to land meetings, and you have to be honest and straightforward about the results that you're having and and make decisions. And sometimes it's better to look at it weekly rather than monthly, but you're just trying to find essentially the right equation to it, right? Yeah. Yeah, Adam, to answer your question or your comment there, yes, uh, for three hours between all of those calls and convos, that is the idea that we are putting in front of you. So again, the whole concept of having this equation is to be able to know how many activities, whether those are calls or emails or social touches, you need every day, week, month, year to get this many meetings, to get this many proposals, to get this many closed ops. That is what we are learning about today on the show. Great questions here. Uh, I think I am saying your name right. It's Abdel Rahman Metwali. Uh, do you think that this actually applies for any product or service or to get such a high number? Uh, I assume you're talking about the close rate there, but maybe even the amount of calls made. Uh, yeah. Talk to me about different different industries, different equations, Shara. Yeah. I mean, I'd be I'd be remiss if I said, you know, this works for everyone across the board. Absolutely not. Right. You, you have to be realistic there. But yeah, that's where, with Orem at least, we do a pilot, we scope it out, we make sure it's a fit, it's all about the ROI. It really depends on, are you dialing HQ lines all day? Are you dialing mobile direct lines when it comes to the dialing aspect of it? So yeah, I mean, definitely need to, to take a look to answer that question more. But if calling is, is part of the, the outbound motion there, there's a ton of dialers, even not even Orem, but just in general, that can help for sure. Yeah, and I, I think there's something to be said for going back and looking at a successful month. Some people, you know, have never hit quota before, you know. Uh, yes or no, have you hit quota before? Yes or no in the chat. Uh, if you've hit quota before, if your answer is yes right now, go back to that month. How many activities did it take you to hit quota in that month? Uh, can you zero that down and make that amount of activities smaller with things like better targeting or more research, right? That is what happens over time. Charlie, how long have you been in sales? I've been in sales for, gosh, over 15 years now. Yeah. And we, we cut our teeth in the same in the same space. You were what? A door knocker. I was a door knocker. Yeah. So def, definitely reminded me of back in those days in the heat, no matter what the weather was, you got to go knock on the doors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was a door knocker as well. The law of averages is kind of the rule of thumb that they play when you're a door knocker. The more doors you knock on, the more conversations you can have, the more... Yep impact you will make. Uh, this is true for even like the most basic of sales cycles, right? We want conversations. Talking to strangers is a job. So that equation makes a lot of sense when you think about it from a door knocking capacity and relate it to cold calling. Uh, yeah. But you said something to me that stood out. You said that it's harder today. What do you mean when you said that? Yeah, I would say, you know, our prospects, it's much noisier, right? Like you have to I would say do more today to earn a conversation and you have to get to the point quicker. You have to be relevant. You have to know your stuff. Um, you have to be prepared for the objections that they're going to answer, right, or ask you. So, uh, in my mind, you know what we're trying to do is cut through the noise, be relevant, get a yes or a no. No is the second best answer out there. So, um, yeah, it's definitely noisier, noisier for me today than it was maybe 15 years ago. 
I can agree. There is a lot happening out there and it's tougher to break through. I also have learned how many systems and processes there are in place to stop a company from being sold to. Uh, That's (laughs) something every seller needs to be aware of right now is that there are measures being taken to prevent you from breaking through to these new accounts. So you must be creative. We're going to talk about that on another show in the very near future. I believe it's next week. So if we could drop the show about creativity in there so that folks can sign up for that, that would be great. This question comes from Grace Gurley. Uh, we talked, we showed that equation and the number of connections there obviously far outweighs the number of dials. When you get that, do you have a tip or a strategy on selling the meeting? For me? Yes. Um, I mean, first of all, the timing that you're dialing is, is what I want to talk about here. So I love to dial the 15 minutes before the 30 minute mark and 15 minutes before the top of the hour. Reason being is, generally speaking, I have a meeting that time too. So no matter what, I have to get off the phone. And mm-hmm. you know, th- there's a different conviction when you yourself have a meeting to get to, and you're like, "Hey, I've got, I got, a, I have a call coming up. Sounds like you're interested. How's next Thursday look, right? Or whatever the case may be." So your voice, your tone, everything just matches them at that at their level, and you have a ton more success. So try it out. Tones matter when you are calling. I say this constantly, uh, even when somebody picks up the phone for the first time, a lot of people have this tendency to do this upward inflection. Hi, can I speak with Sarah? Right? That's very like, I'm going to sell you something, maybe. Right? Not very confident. When you say, is Sarah there, please? With confidence, with a downward inflection, suddenly you become this position of authority. Tone makes an enormous difference. Uh, All right. So here we go. This is the next question I'm going to ask you guys. This is a daily question. Do you know how many activities it takes to land one meeting per day. If you're going for one a day, you probably know. If you don't, I strongly suggest you start taking a look at this number. Uh, let's pivot a little bit because we got some good questions here and I want to leave time for those to reevaluation. We originally back into an equation, right? Uh, and I think we do things like look back at successful months so that we can back into equations that make sense for us. But how often should we come back to it? How how does this work? Is it a, a monthly, a weekly thing for you? What's your suggestion here? Yeah, and I'm sorry to double click on this here. I might have talked a little bit earlier, but for me, uh, monthly works for me. And it's all related on calls, how many calls it takes your previous question to land a meeting, yeah. a lot of averages as we talked about earlier, right? Um, and you just try to implement that strategy. And again, if something's not working and it's been a month, hey, maybe let, let's see what's going on. And for some some people in here, maybe a month is too long and weekly is a better option to, to try and find the right equation. Yeah. Yeah. I think it depends on your business model and what you're selling, right? Sometimes yeah. a process is a little more transactional than not. Um, for example, SMB tends to move a lot faster. Uh, yeah. Enterprise tends to move much slower. Uh, let me know in the chat. Are you SMB in mid-market enterprise? What is the size of business that you sell to? Uh, let me know in the chat. Let's see what we got here. We got enterprise. We got enterprise. We got uh, SMB. Uh, SMB stands for small and medium businesses or small market business. Uh, I've heard a couple different things in a couple different countries. James. So uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of enterprise here. James, I'd bet the people who had like forty meetings quota are relatively closer to the SMB range. Maybe the enterprise are a little bit higher. Would you say that's yeah? Fair? I do. I think if you're aiming for enterprise, your quota is your monthly meeting quota is probably considerably lower than an SMB mid-market, I would say. Uh, and inbound leads, Monica, thank you. Inbound leads make an enormous difference in the number of activities it takes you to land X amount of meetings. Uh, and obviously, if you're smart, you might separate those two things out and look at two different equations there so that you know where the success is being found. This is very scientific, y'all. 
Uh, we have to become data collectors in order to make intelligent decisions about our processes. Uh, all right, let's get to Q&A because you guys have asked some really good questions. Before we do, let me look at these results. Bam, look at this. Hey, about half and half. Some people know how many activities it takes, but a lot of you don't. And some folks are working on it now. Uh, it varies a lot. Trust me, I know about the variable. <laughs> Sometimes it's hard to dial this stuff in and make something that is repeatable. We totally get that. Uh, okay, so this one comes from Anonymous. Shout out to Anonymous. We appreciate you asking this question. Uh, what's your opinion on the approach when you sell multiple different services, hundreds of use cases, over 50 different personas? How do you factor that in when equations are the goal, finding your equation? Gosh, I, I wasn't prepared for trick questions here today, but um, I was just maybe trying to break it down by your top selling products, right? Uh, you got to do what's working, I would say, and just mimic that effort, duplicate that effort. Um, I always talk about in, in my personal life, like if I get a big account, I'm looking for their competitors. I'm looking for companies that do similar things. So, yeah. um, you know, you sell a big product to a company, look at competitors of them. Maybe you could double down on that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I think that if you have hundreds of use cases, you need an equation per persona, especially if you're enterprise. Uh, you know, for example, if you sell to sales enablement and you sell to marketers, then you would need like, how many marketers do I need to reach out to to get this many meetings about this particular offering versus sales enablement? And you could even compare and contrast those equations to see which persona is more responsive faster. And I think that is a good scientific approach. For that great question anonymous we appreciate you uh, all right this one comes from stacy is it acceptable to call cell phone numbers dude you're a caller talk to me about cell phone numbers 100 <laughs> percent. now um i you know the question is like hey how'd you get this number you got to be honest right like leverage the tools that say the tools that you leverage zoom info lead iq whatever the case may be yeah. um some people you know they absolutely don't like it okay what do you prefer call me call me on friday i'm at work send me an email what, and then you go down that path, right? But it, it's got to be a human in my opinion. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more, Stacey. I think calling cell phone numbers is fast becoming the expected activity for sellers. And I think buyers are becoming more comfortable with it. The downside to it is that there's still a small percentage, uncomfortably argue about 20% of decision makers are a little protective about that cell phone number. So you're going to get those hard pushbacks where they're like, how'd you get this number? Nothing wrong with saying we use Zoom Info, we use Lead IQ, we use Apollo, right? Yeah. We get phone numbers using technology like this is 2023. You're allowed to say these things. It's okay. That decision maker is aware that technology exists that will provide a cell phone number. So yeah. you're okay being honest with where you got the number. This one comes from Stephen Shaw and it says, yeah. are you factoring in prospecting a certain number of leads into this equation? Are you factoring... Uh, a finite amount of leads. I think he's saying if you have an assigned list, how do you do yeah. If you have an assigned list, yeah. I mean, look, the list changes. People go in and out, right? You have wrong numbers. People don't work there anymore. So uh, for me personally, I could only talk about my experience and what I've seen. Uh, that list keeps fluctuating. So I think more or less what we're talking about is like you have your quota, right? You, you're trying to see how many meetings, how many calls does it take to hit the quota? Um, but regarding the, the list specifics, I'd have to dig in a little bit deeper to find out more. Yeah. Mm. Um, do you, th so I, I'm going to, I'm going to answer this question, uh, or ask this question here because I like it. And I think it's a worthy question. If you send a text to somebody, does that factor in as a touch for your equation? 
So this is going to be kind of controversial here, James, because texting, you have to have permission to text. So yeah, that's like a, a compliance thing here. So um, I know some people are using WhatsApp and they say it's not a text message. Technically, it's not an SMS. So just right. be weary, right? Uh, inbound leads, 100%. Don't text without permission. Thank you, Andrew, um, is what I would say. Um, but generally speaking, right, if you're if you call someone, you ask for that. I, I save text messages for my champions and deals and really try to build that connection, right? Um, but as far as like first touch point or in that section, personally, I would leave that out. Yeah. Now, I want to give a phrase to everybody now that they can start using in every cold call that they have that where they actually generate a conversation. I do this often. Before I let somebody go, I'll say, hey, real quick, is this your cell? Can I save it? That is your green light. When they say yes, especially if that call is being recorded, you have now earned the right to reach out on that number anytime you like. If they're like, yeah, save it. I always follow it with, please save my number too. But I would love to stay in contact, right? Let's talk more. You know, especially if you've already nailed down next steps, like, you know, simpatico, man, we just became friendies. Like, let's make the magic, you know? I think this is a phrase that works well for me. I save all of the numbers where people say, yes, I save it in their phone. Sometimes they'll stop you and they'll be like, Actually, I prefer email. And you're like, cool, this is the email I have for you. Is that right? You can verify the email, right? Now now you can reach out and say, hey, are you ghosting me? Like, <laughs> you're okay with it, right? Uh, so use that tactic. That works really well for me, especially if you're already having that conversation. Steve, I'm the same. I'm not a fan of getting cold texts, especially the ones that say, hi, hello. Don't do this. <laughs> All right, this one comes from Troy here. Shara, it says, when selling the meeting on that first touch, it can be hard to qualify with Bant without annoying or pushing away a prospect. Any framework on how to qualify without being, quote, intrusive? Right on. Nailed it. So I think this is where your initial questions become the qualifier, right? Or or your assumptive of, for us, it's like, what CRM are they using, right? Like, hey, I see in my notes, you guys are leveraging outreach today. Are your reps making calls today? So that was like, double. They teach you don't ask two questions at once. 100% I agree with that. But as far as like the questions to ask, you're essentially qualifying them to sell the meeting. Yeah. 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 I love that answer. It's a good, it's a short one. Here we go. Uh, Iris Shink, thank you for this question. Phoning and texting is similar. What do you mean to ask for permission to text? Uh, I gave a great example of how I do it. How do you do it, Shara? Yeah. I mean, right on. Phoning is not the same as texting uh, because you can make cold calls uh, as far as like B2B, right? And, and calling them regarding business, but you cannot cold text without permission. So uh, once you're on the call, similar to what you said, James, like, hey, do you mind if I text you? A simple yes or no, save my number, whatever the case may be to get that permission is needed. Mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. And it, you know, it's important you get that verbal permission. I try to record that stuff when I can, you know, those yep. things are, a lot of dialers will record calls that are happening through the dialer. Uh, you could set up Gong for that. It's usually a pretty a pretty big help. There's a lot of ways to do it. Uh, so you can look at these equations in the micro and in the macro. Uh, if you landed a call with a prospect, go back, look how many touches it took you to land that one call, right? If you also landed quota this month, you hit quota this month, go back and look at the month, bigger picture. How many touches did it take that that month? If you're a quarter of the way to your monthly quota after week one, look at the week. How many did it take you? You can break this down in this way. All right. Uh, where can people connect with you, Shara? Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Why not? I, I shared tips. <laughs> uh, I'm on LinkedIn, of course, like like everyone. There's my link below. 
shoot me a request. I love to talk. This is this is what I get juiced up about, um, about your process, helping you guys succeed and just leveling up together, right? I'm in no way consider myself like a super expert in this. I learn every day and um, some of these questions are pretty spot on and I got some homework to do. So thank you guys. Great stuff, man. We appreciate you coming in and sharing your wisdom today. I want to thank all of you for spending your time with us. I know it's a Friday afternoon and it matters to me that you come and decide to spend your afternoon with me. Follow us on social. Sellbetter.xyz is the new website. Connect with me personally at Say What Sales on just about every platform out there. I've never met a stranger, just a human that I haven't met yet that could be a friend. So make sure that you connect with all of the people that you see on the Sell Better show. We will see you next time. You're going to get a survey after this. Please let us know how we did, how you enjoyed the show, what we can do better next time. This is how we create content that matters most to you. Remember that we are live every single day. So we will see you Monday with another stellar guest to help you sell better. See you, everybody. Have a great day.